You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Yay! 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 Elon Musk and his partners have advanced the brain chip industry. How fantastic is that, ladies and gentlemen? We are conquering the world. We are bringing this technology into the future. We put it in pigs. We put it in monkeys. Now let's put it inside of men. Because we want men to be able to conquer the world. A monkey mind pong. Wow. This is crazy stuff, is it not? I mean, just take a moment before we jump back into this Wired Magazine piece. And really just try to think about how nuts this stuff truly is. I mean, the fact that we are sitting here together and actually analyzing videos about a company run by a dude whose grandfather was instrumental in the 1930s technocracy movement who is completely funded by the United States government with his other companies like SpaceX and then his company like Tesla floated through tax subsidies granted by the U.S. government, that he's digging giant holes under the state of California, clearly with the government's approval, but claiming on Joe Rogan's show that he just does whatever he wants. While he's taking over Boca Chica, Texas by force to build Space City, He's now been handed major contracts. He's essentially running NASA, uh, building operations in Florida. And he gets to play the richest man on Earth. And he openly smokes pot and drinks whiskey and then openly talks about, with Joe Rogan, a propagandist for the technocracy, about putting this chip inside your head. And then he brings out some pigs and shows it in their heads and a monkey and shows it in their heads. And now people are praising him and Wired Magazine is praising what Elon Musk is doing. I mean, we are at that time in 2022 where these people literally are just doing it out in the open now. They put out a new Matrix movie that literally completely parallels it's almost like it's a movie trailer for the real life movie of elon musk and we'll do a comparison side by side with musk and the matrix movie soon maria albanese asked me to do that so that you could see musk yuval harari and ray kurzweil in their words uh compared to the words of actor neil hatrick uh, patrick harris or as you know him probably as doogie hauser if you still remember that who plays the architect of the Matrix in the new Matrix movie, explaining what the Matrix is, the iteration that's seen in the last Matrix movie. He explains what it is and how it's architected, and it's the exact blueprint for Kurzweil, Musk, and Yuval Harari's dreams. But we are here where right now they're actually building it, and it's actually being praised, and there's actually people on YouTube and Twitter and other places commenting, begging for this technology. Let's watch the video. Or what neurons sound like if you've been listening to them for decades. And that's what they were communicating, right? They, they, were, they were telling the field, we've got neurons, pay attention. And overnight it seemed the industry... 
We've got neurons, folks. Pay attention. Pay attention. We've got neurons. Okay. By the way, the guy kind of looks like, uh, well, I don't know. You watch uh, watch the video over at pain.tv slash gold. But, um, okay, let's uh, move on with this video. She took notice. Then, in April of 2021, Neuralink released the so-called Mind Pong video. Pager was the name. It's a rhesus macaque, which is you know the type of monkey that is very commonly used in this field. Implanted with two of the N1 devices, the Neuralink devices, performing brain control of a cursor on a screen. That's extremely significant because here, Neuralink is showing their new hardware, their new device in their hands works in a monkey. That's the level that's necessary to convince the scientific community, to convince the FDA, that you're ready to go into human clinical trials. Right. So as soon as you are able to Frankenstein hack a macaque monkey and get it to play mind pong, uh, then you are ready to take out a a meat tenderizer and smash in a human skull and put your internet router inside their brain. No, you're ready for that. And the FDA, the wonderful Food and Drug Administration, is definitely going to approve it, but it would not have been approved unless you could show that you could hammer a plug into a monkey's brain and get it to play video games. I mean, that's the kind of stuff, folks, that gets you Food and Drug Administration approval, you know, because it's the highest level of approval you need to start uh, ramming these things into people's heads. Then again, you have to ask yourself, with all of the crazy experiments that we were doing on humans at Fort Detrick, a couple miles from me in Maryland, in Frederick, Maryland, we were doing MK Ultra. Also grew out of the uh, out of the uh, Nazi Nazi experiments. We were doing MK Ultra mind control experiments. Which oh oh wait a second, doesn't that tie into this? Into the ability to control one's mind, hack one's brain? Oh yes, it does. They made it seem like in this video that that only started in 2002, but we can go back to MKUltra. Well, we were running experiments on those people out of Fort Detrick. I wonder if we needed the Food and Drug Administration's approval to load those people up with psychedelics and torture them, uh, only to learn how to break their mind in order to be able to reconstruct it in the image of the person who was doing the mind-breaking and reconstructing. Again, these wonderful scientists and engineers, these great humanitarians, these people like Musk and Zuckerberg, and soon-to-be who we'll talk about, Lars Butler of the AI Foundation, who calls himself a humanist, a humanist, these people that are hacking the human mind dare call themselves humanists when in fact they are anti-human and focused on engineering humanity out of existence through technocratic genocide. Right? Do you get it? Do you see what these people are up to? I hope you do because this is a major issue that your children, your grandchildren are going to be up against. And it is only us that can warn them of what is coming. It may not affect me or you. Probably if you're older than me, it won't affect you. But me, it's going to affect me and it's definitely going to affect my child. So let's watch the rest of this video. That's the evidence the FDA is looking for. 
The recording power of the N1 device and pager was eye-opening because of the sheer number of individual electrodes that had been implanted. There was definitely a lot of clever engineering that went into that to build a device that can transmit 2048 electrodes worth of spiking information, right, of, of digital ones and zeros of spikes over a radio wirelessly. And when you have that many channels, the performance that you should be able to get should eclipse what we've been able to do in the academic field. You know, the maximum number of electrodes I've ever recorded from is two to 300. So with all those electrodes... Right, so he's saying in the monkey there was over 2,000. He's only recorded two to 300. So he's so excited about the level of information they could collect. Or remember, this is all to help people with paralysis. This is all to help people with traumatic brain injury. This is all to help fat people lose weight. That's why they're doing this. You know, it's just, it's humanity. They're all nonprofits. They just run this out of the kindness of their hearts. Just the kindness of their hearts. They love you. That guy loves you. Can you not hear it in his voice? Can you not see it in his eyes? That man right there from Stanford, he loves you. He does. He wakes up every morning to serve you. He loves you. Trodes, how does a device like the N1 get implanted in a subject's brain? Make no mistake, this is neurosurgery. It is not a joke. This requires cutting the skin. Okay, yeah, it's no joke. Although, remember, Elon Musk talks about his robot that's going to do it on you in one hour. One hour, it's going to perform the surgery, and you do not need general anesthesia. Uh, it will perform it on you in one hour. You're in and out of the hospital. It's like getting your tires changed, folks. No big deal. It's like getting a tune-up on your car. It's like going in to get a haircut at the Supercuts. Don't worry about it. One hour, bing, bang, boom. You're out of there, folks. One hour. It's like getting a back massage. You're going to love it, folks. You're going to love this. It must said one hour. This guy, it's no joke. It's neurosurgery. So let's see what he has to say about it. Getting down to skull, drilling a hole in the skull, exposing what's called the dura, which is this protective layer of tissue that surrounds the brain, cutting the dura, folding it back to expose the brain, and then you get to the surface of the brain where you can implant the electrodes. Do you hear this? Do you hear this? <laughs> Are you listening to this? I have to point it out to you because a lot of you say to me that you love that I break this down into layman's terms for you and you're able to share this show with people because I make it easy to understand. So I'm going to continue to do that because hundreds of people wrote to me and tell me they appreciate that. Just think about what he said and then the fact that we at the same time are normalizing this. It must goes out there to normalize it. The man just said, it's very complicated to install this chip in your head. That they have to drill a hole in your skull. Right? Let's start with that. Is that normal? Does it sound fun? Does it sound like a great idea? Something you just go in and do on a Saturday afternoon or Sunday right after church. You just stroll up to the drive-in clinic you get a COVID test, you get a 14th booster, and have a hole drilled in the back of your skull while you eat a McDonald's Big Mac. That special sauce all over the Big Mac and pouring out of the back of your skull. 
No, then they cut the dura, which is the protective layer over your brain. So they drill into your skull. Have you ever drilled into to bone or like a shark tooth to make a necklace as a kid? Drill into your skull. Make a hole. A hole. This is normal, folks. Then they cut the dura, which is the protective layer, and they're going to peel this back. This is so you can play mind pong in your mind. They're going to peel that back, and then they have access to your brain. To your brain. And then I don't know if you've ever seen a glass cigar tube my grandfather used to smoke these cigars that would come in a glass cigar tube with like a a plastic cap well it looks like that's what's shoved down into this person's head they're showing right now where they have a shaved spot on the head and then it looks like a glass tube with a plastic cap shoved into the man's head this is normal now This is going to be the reality. This is how we're going to augment the human brain, according to Ray Kurzweil and Dennis Bushnell and Elon Musk. All these people that love you, they're just going to drill the hole in your head, peel back the dura, and have access to your brain. Don't worry. This is normal. It's everyday procedure. It's just like going to the doctor and, uh, and having a pap smear, ladies. That's all it is. Don't worry, it's just a normal procedure. The biggest risks with these types of techniques are infection, bleeding, and tissue damage. So what would it take? Just infection, bleeding, and tissue damage, that's it. As Musk said, just an hour in and out, it'll be easy. It's going to be simple. It's like running into Starbucks and grabbing a coffee. Just, Just running up to the gas station and filling up your tank. That's all it is. Just... Don't worry about the infection and the bleeding. Don't worry about that at all. For the FDA to approve clinical trials in humans. The Neuralink device are called class three medical devices. They they are implantable and they're going into very sensitive body cavities. That is the highest level of scrutiny that the FDA assigns to. Oh, it's, it's level three designated by the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. As I said yesterday, soon to be the Food, Drug, and uh, Skull Drilling Administration. They're going to oversee that, I guess, now. And so, don't worry. It's a level three. It's the highest level of scrutiny. Don't worry. This is not as simple as getting a zoning permit to build a shed in your backyard. No, you're going to have to clear level three in order to in order to get the the classification uh, permits and uh, to clear the regulations in order to drill people's skulls out. So don't worry. The FDA will take care of it. They're a great company, by the way. They're fantastic. They're actually former high-level members of the FDA are currently involved in building the new RNA sequence and manufacturing it for the new Moderna booster soon to be released in the united states in the fall they sit on the board of that company but don't worry they're great people over at the fda folks think about this think about having a hole drilled in your skull your dura cut and peeled back and letting these monsters access your brain while i take a quick break ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you're listening to pain.tv you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv 
slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Wow, folks, we are back from that break. And I was thinking, you know, a great pickup line for you young dudes out there. We live in a weird world, and you've got to be more sensitive. You got to be careful. And I was thinking a great pickup line amongst these young kids, the ones into the video games and the technology and the ones on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter that comment and say they would love this, but a great pickup line if you're uh, meeting with a lady, I don't know, maybe in the metaverse, maybe it's not in real life anymore. But if you just say to her, hey, sweetheart, you're beautiful. Do you mind if I um, drill a hole in your skull and peel back your dura? No, I mean, that would be great. I think that would actually be a fascinating uh, fascinating pickup line. But, folks, what we're going to do now, because we approached two hours pretty quickly. That was nuts. And I was not planning on doing this, I swear, is that uh, we are going to finish this video. And, th- and then, excuse me, we are going to... Uh, I'm actually going to end the show, and then I'm going to record the uh, next show right away. So we're going to do Musk and uh, all of the investors behind Neuralink in the next show. So it ends up being six parts. But that's okay, because 666 is a wonderful number that these people love so much. So we'll do that, because that is going to take me... um, I just looked at the notes. I, I haven't looked at it in a while. But here, let me just show you quickly uh before we come back to finish this video but if you take a look i actually wrote out this outline and these are the investors behind uh neuralink and then i've got about 35 uh tabs open on uh, chrome here that uh, go into depth on all of these different investors' research I did. So what we're going to do is we're going to pick that back up in the next episode. We'll end that, and then we'll do the AI Foundation. Because if I jam that in this show, you're just not going to remember it. I'm going to rush through it, and it is going to be a complete and total disaster. So instead... We will put that into another episode, and that way I can really break it down. <laughs> because I have to read a lot of those um, articles to you so you really get an understanding for the investors and the individuals behind Neuralink and the people behind this Frankenstein technology that we're looking at. Don't you want to know? So let's finish up this video right now medical devices. They don't have a predecessor. There's no previous example that's approved. And so, you know, very appropriately, they got a high bar they have to cross in order to get it approved. So what Neuralink has to do next is prepare a very... Right, so this guy's job, as you can see, I think the people listening to this show have the ability to uh, decipher this man's uh, cryptic code. Oh, they have a very high bar to set the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. They're going to set a very high bar because there's been no predecessors. They're the first to do it. Remember what I told you, this technology probably has already been developed by DARPA um, and or NASA or any of the other intelligence or military uh, organizations within the government. Musk is just there to normalize it and to feed it to the public. Excuse me, I had to get a drink of water. But 
this guy's job is to say, oh, Musk has to cross this threshold. It's it's a race. It's a race, and he's got to cross this threshold to be able to release it into the public and start start uh, bringing this to market. So don't worry. The FDA is going to be there to make sure everything is safe. It's going to be great. Don't worry. Just take the vaccine. Take it, and you're not going to get COVID. Now everyone who got vaccinated and boosted is getting COVID constantly. I have never been vaccinated, nor have I ever been boosted, nor have I ever been tested, nor have I ever had COVID or COVID-like symptoms. Surprisingly, I didn't need the vaccine, but somehow everyone I know, friends and family that are vaccinated, God bless them, I pray for them, but they're always getting sick. And now they're saying to me, well, I never thought I was uh, not going to get sick. Of course you did. You all said you were going to, I was going to die for not getting the vaccine. And now all of you are getting sick. And every time they're sick, what do they say because of the cognitive dissonance? They say, well, imagine how bad it would be if I wasn't vaccinated. No, the fact is people like the FDA approved these vaccines, whether through emergency uh, practices or through actual channels. And it was all released into the public. And the same government bureaucrats and regulators that are going to approve Elon Musk's Neuralink brain chip are the same people that allowed the vaccines and all the other drugs that kill people out into the wild. And that's just the way it is. Sorry about that if you don't like it. A long and technical document with all the evidence from animal studies that their device is safe and effective. This document is submitted to the FDA, who has 90 days to review and give them an answer. If the FDA says yes, then their clinical trial is approved and Neuralink can enroll and recruit human participants. We're now, that's such a load of horseshit as if Neuralink, this company with these billionaires behind it, companies like Google, people like Peter Thiel, all of these people that are tied to InQtel, which is the CIA's hedge fund, which we've covered in other shows. So there's government money coming right out of the CIA. This is all built on CIA programs like MKUltra. This is all run by the government. So if you think that there's like a nerd sitting at a desk, like a clerical worker at uh, the Neuralink uh, office sitting in her cubicle typing up a, hey, we have to submit the application today, Elon. Um, okay, line five, uh, question two. Uh, what is your ethnic background elon okay what is your gender are we doing male female non-binary uh double cross confused queer what is it uh, yeah if you think that they're actually filling out a form to submit it to the fda in order to get approval to start drilling holes in people's skulls you're crazy you're absolutely crazy. This is this is so bogus. It's such bull. It's total propaganda, folks. On the cusp of a complete paradigm shift, this type of technology has the potential to transform our treatments, not just for stroke and paralysis and degenerative disease, motor degenerative diseases, but also for pretty much every other type of brain disease. Oh, every other type of brain disease. No, it's not just paralysis. It's not just brain injury. Every type of brain disease, we're going to fix it. Yes, like I told you, yeah, these people, Peter Thiel, Google, uh, Sam Altman, who's part of Y Combinator, CEO of OpenAI, right? Fred Ersham, right, who's, who's the co-founder of Coinbase. Yeah, he cares about curing your paralysis and your brain disease these are humanitarians alexander tomas who's uh, russian israeli connected 
possibly Russian intelligence. He's invested in this, folks. Right? Oh, he cares about solving paralysis. And as Musk said, right, he's the pitch man. He's the head of it. On paper, he's invested more money than the others. He said that it's going to cost a few thousand dollars. So they're all doing this to cure paralysis. If you believe that, then I would get a brain chip. From Parkinson's to epilepsy to dementias, Alzheimer's, and even psychiatric disease. Seeing Neuralink and the other companies in this space start an industry around neuroengineering, brain-machine interfaces, neuroprosthetics, has been a tremendous amount of validation for neuroscientists and engineers who have been working in this space for decades. How much happier could the scientific community be than to give birth to an industry? Oh, yeah. So the scientific community is so excited that the grandson of an instrumental technocrat from the 1930s is giving birth to a company that's going to hack the human brain. And this man and the rest of these scientists, scientists and engineers know damn well that this has nothing to do with curing paralysis or stroke or anything else. They know exactly what Dennis Bushnell, the chief scientist at NASA, they know exactly what Elon Musk, they know exactly what Ray Kurzweil, because he's big in that industry, goal is, which is to utilize the interface to upload your consciousness to the cloud, the cloud-based artificial silicon, silicone neocortex. They know this, and they are so full of it, these whacked-out weirdos. I'm serious. They know this. If they don't, I don't know how the hell these people are supposed to be so intelligent and so smart. How do they not know this, but I know this, and you know this? This is all publicly sourced information that I report on. This is in their own articles, own trades, own words. I've showed you the videos. Let's finish with this clown. So will this industry someday lead to the creation of cyborg humans with superhuman intelligence? There's all sorts of wild speculation in our field. I think science fiction is wonderful. There's no speculation in the field. Is it going to turn humans into cyborgs? Elon Musk said we already are cyborgs. Ray Kurzweil has said we already are cyborgs. Dennis Bushnell has said we already are cyborgs. Yuval Noah Harari said we are hackable animals and we need to get used to the fact. They've already admitted this. And this man is going to say, oh, there's speculation. Speculation, uh... That this could happen. Telling very creative and captivating stories about all sorts of things, including including brain machine interfaces. The reality is we are in such early stages of this space, right? Where we are just barely able to record from neurons that control muscles and try to interpret something gleaming meaningful information out of that. We're gonna be in that space for decades. Uh, that's they're not going to be in the space for decades. They're not going to be in the space for decades because their pitch man, Elon Musk, said they're going to be putting into people's heads this year. You think as soon as they get this into people's heads, it's going to take them decades 
to manipulate people and allow them to mind jump. Elon Musk was saying on Joe Rogan's show that within 25 years, there's going to be, no, no, no. He said within five years, there will be no language that people will communicate through mind control. So don't, when you watch these propaganda pieces, don't ever fall for this stuff. Oh, it's going to be decades. That's the same thing where Elon Musk comes out and he says to Joe Rogan, it's not going to sneak up on you. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. But they're always working on it. They're constantly working on it. There's billions upon billions of dollars, governments behind it. It's moving at warp speed. Because it's most likely already created, this is just a slow rollout, as I told you, the adoption campaign. So they have to pretend that they're developing it so that then they could bring it to market and they could have a cool pink shiny plug they put in your head and kids will line up for it. Maybe they'll do them at the schools. Without a parental consent. They do everything else now without parental consent. They could vax your kid without parental consent. They could start giving your kid uh, hormones and puberty blockers without your consent. Why do you think they're not going to do this without your consent? Where I will focus much of my career is understanding what's going on with these neurons and the circuits that they are working on. That's where the last 15 years of my work has been. And the coming several decades of my work will focus in on this space because that's going to be the forefront of neuroscience. The rest, I think, is fun to think about. But I don't see how that's going to be in the foreseeable future. Now, because this man in the last minute tried to downplay the technology and pretend as if Elon Musk and these others are not working on exactly what they claim they're working on, which is uploading your consciousness into the cloud and then beaming it down into non-biological or biological meat suits, bodies, objects, whatever. And this guy is supposed to be this top researching scientist in this field. And in this Wired Magazine video, downplays what Musk is doing, even though he's praising Musk for doing it. Oh, it's so great that this company Neuralink is building these brain interfaces. They're advancing the science and engineers' dream of brain interfacing. But then says, oh, everything else is essentially, you heard his coded language, or everything else is essentially a conspiracy theory. If you try to say they're going to do mind leaping and mind twinning, that's what he was trying to get at there. Although the very people he's praising, Elon Musk... And Ray Kurzweil and others that are behind this technology, Kurzweil being the chief engineer at Google, Bushnell, the chief scientist at NASA who talks about this and praise Musk for doing it, this man's going to sit there and try to pretend as if, what, Musk didn't say that? Well, how could you praise Musk and Neuralink and his company, of which Musk, as I said, publicly is the largest cash investor, how can you sit there and pretend that all of that stuff is a pipe dream and this is only about curing people with paralysis and reading the neurons in the brain 
when you know damn well that he watched every video that we've watched here and more because he's in that field. This is supposedly what he's interested in, right? So he watches this all the time. So he's there on Wired Magazine to run cover, to run cover for the crazy stuff Musk said. So now he caught my radar. And I will be looking into that gentleman. I'm putting a note down here. Snidely gentleman. No, I'm looking, I'm going to look into him and see what his game is and what he's doing over at Stanford. Because a lot of times you jump into these little rabbit holes and it is worth your while because I'll probably find out a million different programs that that guy's working on. And we'll see his involvement with Neuralink. And then we will see exactly how far he's gotten with his Frankenstein technology and his involvement in all of this. So now that I saw him, I'm glad we watched that because he caught my radar. He is on my radar, folks. Beep, 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 beep. I'm going to come looking for you, dude, just like we're going to do with AI Foundation and Lars Butler right after we finish this Elon Musk episode. So tomorrow we are going to finish this. I'm going to no videos. We're going to jump right into the list of investors. I'm going to walk you through that and I'm going to show you the money behind it. And then we're getting into AI Foundation. And I talked to Maria Albanese today on the phone for a little while. She is going to come on the show. We're either going to record that on Wednesday or on Thursday. And she's going to debrief me on my trip to Poland. And we are going to talk about Poland as an option for living one foot out of the matrix and in relative normalcy for hopefully the next 5, 10, 15 years. That is my plan. And sometimes when I've got ideas, I've got plans, I need to talk to other people about it. I talked to my wife, but she doesn't want to come on the show. So if Maria comes on, we can think tank that and war game it, and she can really help me figure out the pros and the cons and the holes in that plan. And so we will do that on Wednesday or Thursday. Ladies and gentlemen, I need to go play monkey mind pong because it sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. But first, I got to go upstairs. My wife said it'll only take an hour. She's going to drill a hole in my skull and peel back my jaw and play with my brain. I think that's going to be a blast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. Thank you for taking this ride with me. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to Pain.TV. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.TV. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.